Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, it's Monday, and you didn't know what that means, but now you do. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are live on the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel for a special Monday edition of Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. And it's a it's a little mocha edition right here, because I am with my good brother from Mommy Yankee herself, Mommy Yankee's little boy, Sat E. What's going on? Yo, like I say, Sat E for this week starts for it stands for every day. We're on every day. It's called Wrestling Daily for a reason. We're on we're on we're on for Monday. We're gonna do it on Tuesday, which you have me. Wednesday, you have the true heel heat SP3. And then, then you have Miss Stephanie Chase. And then Friday, we have a guest coming on the show as well. Alex McCarthy, we're repping you head of the table. We hope we do you proud. So, guys, how you guys doing? How are you doing, SP3? We've got lots to talk about. In the words of the man, Ric Flair, what's causing all this? Oh, what is causing all of this? What a perfect Monday to make a special Monday edition of Wrestling Daily. Because we have gone through, I think, a, a three-week period of some of the biggest wrestling stories of the year. And this one kind of dropped on our lap. Friday evening, so it was perfect that we were already planning to do a Monday edition of Wrestling Daily. You know the usual housekeeping, ladies and gentlemen. Drop this video a like. Share this video with all your wrestling fans, friends, and family on all your favorite social media platforms. If you are new to the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel, smash that subscribe button. Hit the bell to stay notified. Of course, you can also become a member of the Wrestling Daily community like the Elite Good Egg herself. Lizzie Stallion, you see that check mark right now. What up, Lizzie? Day. Yes, yes. Bring those emotes. Bring your daily boys emotes. We're gonna get set e or or emote as well. He's coming up with that. And of course, if you want your hot takes called out, if you want to give your take on the big news involving NXT and all the releases that went down over this weekend, right below me, you see it wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily send us an ultra chat we want to get those ultra chats in we want to hear from you guys we can't highlight all your comments in the live chat i know there's a lot of people joining us but this is the way wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily let's get into it uh set so the big news that we first got to talk about is of course friday evening 
I'm watching SmackDown. I'm about to do a SmackDown review with Dutch Mantel and Rick Uccino, and I'm trying to focus on the show. And then around 9 p.m. Eastern time, about 2 a.m. for you in the U.K., my phone starts blowing up. Everybody thinks Sean Ross Sapp has been hacked, and Sean Rob Sapp starts dropping bombs on us, as I like to call it. Not the Woj bomb for NBA fans, but the SRS bomb for us wrestling fans, where he starts letting us know that there is mass cuts coming for WWE NXT. First up was the former North American champion, Bronson Reed. Then you had Bobby Fish, the former NXT tag team champion. You had Mercedes Martinez, former member of Retribution, who just chose to go back to NXT. You got Jake Atlas, Ari Sterling, a.k.a. formerly known as Alex Zane, Kona Reeves, the former North American champion, Leon Ruff, Stephen Smith, Zachariah Smith, Giant Zanzir, Asher Hale, and Diamond Mines owned Tyler Rust. What? And then, and then, like an hour or so after the show, or like thirty minutes after SmackDown ended, they then finally had the final name, which was Desmond Troy. Sat E. I don't know if you were watching SmackDown Live and you got this news, or you woke up to the news on Saturday. I woke up to the news, man. Give us your reaction first of all before we get into everything else that came out of these uh, latest bit of WWE releases. So to go back to that uh, media call that Vince McMahon did with with Nick Khan and people were laughing how Vince said maybe I should give the competition more talent. When you think you figured out Vince Kennedy McMahon, he flips the script on you. So I I woke up in the morning, start reading. The main one that popped out was uh, Bronson Reed and Tyler Rust for the simple reason that we heard that. Bronson Reed was getting ready for a run on the main roster. It seemed like his time in the NXT was winding up because he had his, I think his last match was against Adam Cole where he, where he lost. I don't know why. He, well, Adam Cole's in a feud, I guess. But it seemed like he's the kind of guy Vince likes as a big man, a throwback, if you will. So it seemed like he might fit on the main roster. You know, yeah. Vince can change him in his new image. Or maybe Bronson Reed didn't want to be Funkasaurus number two. I don't know. Um, Tyler Rust, my goodness. This guy is part of a new group. Imagine you debut a new group and then all of a sudden one of the key players you, you're probably trying to push it just disappears. And then you've got like Giant Zanzir, Zachariah Smith, seven foot tall guys, guys that are now in a new remit getting fired. But at the same time, they're also part of the problem why NXT is in the trouble it is. You got someone like Zachariah Smith, a seven foot tall guy, and you're keeping him in the closet. He's not on television. SP3. What do you think about that? I mean, this is the warehouse and the hoarding of talent that they've done for quite some time. I, I, I'm a longtime Ring of Honor fan, and I was a big-time Ring of Honor fan in, like, 2017, 2018. And, you know, NXT was the best brand of professional wrestling, the best weekly product. The, you know, the takeovers always delivered, but they were slowly but surely, like, taken away from the ROHs of the world, taken away from the Evolves, taken away from the independency by getting all the best talent and I was I was kind of salty about that but I also enjoyed uh NXT but I did kind of realize that this hoarding of talent it wasn't a long-term fix for WWE and especially the talent that they were getting guys that were experienced that were 10 years into their profession and you know smaller guys who were work rate guys who were some of the best in PWG and we started to see you know NXT go from a developmental into basically an indie 
an indie brand underneath the WWE, uh, you know, banner. And and they tried to out-indie the indies. And this eventually has led to where we are now. And to follow up with the mass releases, I like, like I said, I was shocked. Like I'm just watching SmackDown, then my phone starts blowing up, and it literally took me out. Like I, it, if you see my my review with Dutch Mantel and uh, Rick Eugino, I was just like, I couldn't even really talk about the show. I was more stunned on the releases, and especially Bronson Reed, because like you said, this was a guy that just had dark matches on the main roster. Uh, this was one of the guys that Vizic Man was very high on, along with Karrion Cross, and we see how well that's going. But, uh, you know, you see you see these guys, you see a Karrion Cross who was supposed to be billed to go to the main roster and get success, being 50-50 booked to death. And then you see Bronson Reed, who was the other guy that was getting dark matches around the same time. He gets cut. It was just insane. Like, it was like this guy won the North American Championship on May 18th, my birthday this year. And then he lost it at the end of June. And everybody was like, why would he lose it so fast? And they was like, oh, yeah. no, it's because he's getting called up to the main roster. Was it really? Was was this planned in ahead? And it doesn't feel like it was because our good friend Alex McCarthy had an interview with Jake Atlas this past week. This past week, his first WWE interviews while under contract was with Alex McCarthy for Talk Sport. And now he's released. It's it's insane, Sat. Um, but to also to note, uh, PW Insider provided a, a reported uh, reason for the mass cuts, and it said that uh, WWE has plans to repackage NXT with a new logo, new lighting, and a different format to shows. It was also said the idea is for there to be more of a focus on younger talent going for going forward, and this housekeeping this house cleaning was a part of that repackaging so what's your thoughts on the repackaging and what do you think their vision is before we get into what uh dave Meltzer has reported of what their plans are well so the thing is we need to remember is um w uh, wwe nxt no matter with triple h running it is owned by vince mcmahon Vince McMahon gave Triple H a task. That task is, I'm giving you the performance center. You put X amount of money into the performance center, and I want you to create me stars. Now, in the last few years, you can argue, not a lot of stars have been created on the male side, but in terms of female, he's done a great job. That's one thing that's get correct. When it comes to women, that will be Triple H's legacy. Even I got a theory that Triple H created a strong women's division so his daughter can demolish everyone in 20 years' time. Watch that space. But yeah. Vince is not happy. There's a, there's a clear disconnect. There's guys like Keith Lee getting retooled to how to wrestle like a big man. Obviously, he's not getting what he's asked for. He's getting all these, uh, in his mind, small guys. You know Vince McMahon is allergic to small guys. It takes a really talented small guy to get into Vince McMahon's vicinity. In, 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 in his vicinity. But right now, um, NXT is not what Vince envisioned. So I think if he's paying for it, give the man what he wants. He wants big, sweaty man slapping meat, okay? He wants main event caliber superstars in his mind. He wants football players. He wants amateur wrestlers. He wants gosh darn seven foot tall wrestlers. There's nothing wrong with it because he's paying for it. Triple H is not paying for it. Okay, you guys are paying for it when you watch the show. True. But that's what Vince wants. Vince should get it. And if it fails, it's on Johnny Ace because Vince McMahon will never look in the mirror and admit that he's wrong. I I made that analogy uh, last week when talking about Ronda Rousey's uh, uh, tweet. It's like, in Vince McMahon's eyes, it's everybody's fault but his own. And the the fact that he put NXT 
up against AEW because he it was great for NXT for a while between like 2014 to 2018 they were able to have two different companies in a lot of people's minds I remember I used to really laugh and and kind of before I was a personality on YouTube make fun of people online who used to tell me their favorite wrestling promotion was NXT I was like do you not realize this is WWE like this is still WWE this is not a promotion this is a weekly show this is a brand of WWE and I think that the WWE was able to cater to two different audiences. They were able to cater to casual wrestling fans who liked their Raw and SmackDown that was content with that. And then hardcore wrestling fans that love the work weight, love guys from the indies who were able to have their big moment and win the big one on the WWE stage, but under the NXT umbrella. So they were able to cater to both ends of the spectrum. And there wasn't like a TNA. TNA was going through their struggles going up and down at the time. Uh, ROH didn't have the money to sign these big name talents to, you know, keep uh, Adam Cole under their books, keep a Kyle O'Reilly, a Bobby Fish, a Roderick Strong, a Kevin Owens. So they were able to kind of get all these different talents to give opportunities from guys from New Japan, like a Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, who wanted to come to the USA and have that big opportunity. They were able to cater to all of these different uh, hardcore wrestling fans for a while. And then AEW came, who did the same thing and did it in a be- in a better in bigger buildings than you know NXT doing in it full sale or doing it in the CWC. They were able to sign a whole bunch of different talent, not only just um you know the independent stars like uh, Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks or Cody Rose, Jungle Boy, Darby Allen. They were also able to get guys like Chris Jericho, John Moxley. So they were able to go through it all, and it took a bunch of the fans the loyal hardcore nxt fans aew is kind of able to take it away from them because they went head to head and that was the biggest mistake because not only did it hurt them going up against aew and getting compared to them it also allowed vince mcmahon to pay attention to them and once they were losing the war he put a closer eye on them and that closer eye was basically just taking it apart little by little blowing off angles at a, at a rapid rate. You, you look at looking back at the first head-to-head matchup. They gave away Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole as the first matchup that went head-to-head against AEW. Adam Cole and Finn Balor, two of the greatest NXT champions of all time. You would think this is a money matchup for takeover, right, Sat? Of course. But do you know do you know these guys have faced in matches in either fatal four ways or one-on-one matches four times? You know how many times that happened on a takeover? I don't know. You tell me. You're the, you're the knowledge. Zero. Zero times. Zero times. Two of the greatest NXT champions of all time went one-on-one three times on NXT television. Went wow. to a fatal four-way, an hour-long fatal four-way for the Vegan title. So this is the stuff that happened with NXT going head-to-head with AEW. Well, SP3, like, let's be honest. I think when AEW, so basically, before AEW came into the equation, Triple H was able to provide this Oz for everyone to believe in. I mean, like you said, all the other wrestling companies weren't up to scratch, didn't have the money. He had the financing from Vince McMahon himself to create his own promotion, to do, you know, dream book, to e-fed, if you say, his own promotion. But eventually, the truth kicked in. The quality of storylines started to dwindle. You had Grandpa Champa, and the, and the cosplayer, uh, Johnny Gargano, going over and over in a feud, 
Johnny Gargano looking at his hands, what have I done? And people got sick and tired of seeing the same feud over and over again. 40-minute main event matches that people couldn't, quite frankly, watch it in one sitting. Because I'll be honest with you, when I watched the street fight or the lights out match between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, two guys I, I admire and I love them in the ring, that 40-minute match, I'm sorry, I watched the entrances, took a break, watch it the next day to finish it. I'll be honest with you. I'm tired of finish your kick out, finish your kick out, hit him with a Mack truck, all oh, close to count. What? That style Shawn Michaels has put into the main event became too much. Everyone realized that you got tired, I got tired of it. And that's when, when AEW came in, they are a true alternative. It's not a fake one. There's a little Oz, this little video game that Triple H, you know, simulated for everyone to believe in. It's a true alternative who, who was fresh. It was new. It was not retreating old Browns. Wasn't taking old storylines from independence and, and recycling them for, for, the, um, for the main roster crowd to see. And then that's why they've gone down. Head to head. They went head to head. And you see that NXT was stale. If it was the NXT of 2013, you know, 15 or 16 and, and, you know, and so forth, maybe they could have competed. But by then, NXT's, you know, was plateauing when Ryan Ward left, you know, when Road Dog came yeah. in, when it became more of a, of a click. And you can see that the sense of humor, the storyline is more click inspired. I can see that. That's, that's something Shawn Michaels would laugh at or Road Dog would find funny. I mean, you know, some people hate Index. I don't mind it, but people hate this more entertainment it's not really wrestling based anymore more promos a love story a butler that's not the nxt you guys fell in love with let's be honest i mean people forgetting that that it's changed so much and that's why aew kicked his ass and vince hates losing so now triple h is now shane mcmahon now he knows how shane mcmahon feels but i i wouldn't even say that people you know hate like store like promos and angles i think it's more of the case of what type of promos what type of angles we're getting and yeah they're just not good like the promos that you get and the angles that you get on AEW are more entertaining i got asked on the wrestle talk podcast with denise salcedo and luke owen that you know what do you want out of your weekly television and before probably like three four years ago i would have said i want great in-ring wrestling but nxt for a long time especially going up against aew and even being back on on tuesdays on their own they do good to great in-ring wrestling every single week but they don't have my most entertaining uh weekly show because they don't have the mixture they don't have the good wrestling mixed with good promos and good angles sometimes there are there are good angles there are good promos like the dakota kai promo that she explained our heel turn that was really that good one. the yeah. the angle where she hits when she hits uh raquel gonzalez with the big boot that was really good the stuff the stuff that you know the first week you were with me, the first time we were on Wrestling Daily together, and I complained yeah. about Cameron Grimes and L.A. Knight. Now they've gotten the right balance where L.A. Knight is kind of getting the upper hand on Cameron Grimes. I like that stuff, but that's not all of NXT. All of NXT mainly focuses on the good wrestling, and they kind of put good angles and good promos to the back burner. Well, see, the thing is, right... Um... NXT has had an identity crisis. And I think I asked the question to Alex McCarthy as well in one of the shows I did. I said, is NXT the third brand or developmental? And the issue was it's straddling on that fence for far too long that eventually it was burst. Well, the legs were ripped from either side and then you just got a bloody massacre on your hands on that fence. Because Vince McMahon 
to punish Paul Levesque, he's saying, nope, you're not a third brand. We gave you the Survivor Series victory and you embarrassed me by losing, you know, in that fight against AEW. You are now what you're meant to be. You are developmental. And that is karma for Triple H and karma for Shawn Michaels. The two guys used to go down to OVW, DSW and this, all the developmental. What is this mom and pop shop? What is this poor air conditioning? I can do a better job. Look at that Triple H. They, they took you away from WWE. They put you in developmental to train you up to not embarrass you, because that is the main reason why he was not in charge of Raw or SmackDown. They didn't want him to get an L, so that would be a, a, a mark on him, because he was groomed as the heir apparent. Right now, no one's in there for the throne. It's like Game of Thrones. It could be Nick Khan selling it to Disney, who knows? But right now, Triple H, that's the karma you get for years ago, dissing developmental, now you're developmental, now you're DSW, now you're OVW, now you're making Curtis Axles of the world, man. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And even before that, us, uh, me, Sat, and the Black Delegation want to take this win over Triple H for what he did to Booker T at yes. WrestleMania 19. This is vengeance. Oh, vengeance. yeah. For people yeah. like him. <laughs> well, with the one last part of our top of our top news here that we got to discuss is the big update on the rebanding of NXT. All I right. see the Ultra Chats are coming in. Please, guys, keep them coming. Thank you so much for everyone, the good eggs out there that are bringing in the Ultra Chats. WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestling Daily. We got about uh, 170 watching us right now. Drop us a like on this video. It definitely helps up. Definitely helps more people see the video. So we appreciate that. But we got to talk about the big update 
from Uncle Dave Meltzer, drunk Uncle, Uncle Dave. Dave, dud, as I like to call him sometimes. But this one seems like a good report here where he talked about on the Wrestling Observer Radio over the weekend. Uh, Dave says Triple H and HBK did not pick the NXT cuts. Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, and John Laronitis did. NXT lost the war and they're going to change back toward an older style of developmental big guys and young guys. Dave says that there are divisive opinions about wrestling among the people in WWE and this is who has Vince's ears just this week. Uh, they're going back to the pre-fighting AEW, pre-Let's Out Indie the Indies NXT and Dave described it as the Curtis Axel era of NXT. Uh, Dave was given exact wording uh, from a company source or a memo, and it reads that, quote unquote, no more midgets, no one starting in their 30s, and they want people who can be box office attractions and main characters. Dave notes that there will also be exceptions to the rule, like how WWE still wants to keep Adam Cole, which we'll get into the update on Adam Cole's contract and everything, who is in fact not tall. Uh, as for Adam Cole, Dave assumes part of the meeting they had with him Friday at SmackDown was to offer him a main roster role if he stays. Uh, he also noted that main brand uh, writers have been told to come up with storyline ideas for him. And Dave says kind of uh, of line has been when they get to NXT, we have to teach them not to do the indie style. And then when they come to the main roster, we have to teach them not to work NXT style. Dave also thinks that we haven't seen the last of the cuts. And he says, I doubt this is it. Everyone is kind of talking like it's not going to be it. And then Andrew Zarian of the Matman podcast did confirm that there are more releases to come. So first, Sad, let me ask you, what do you think about this rebranding of NXT and going back to the old and confirming your question that you asked Alex all those weeks ago? Now they're going back to NXT being an unquestionable developmental for the main roster. So I'm, I'm going to ask you a, a question so nxt has it been great creatively the last two years has it been the best nxt that you know it to be nxt that we've come to know in the last two years have people not been complaining there's gone stale being two hours in usa people say that's when the, the change kind of the tide happening you know they just start become creatively bankrupt what they try to offer us fans us with the, the consumers what they try to offer us um aew can do a better job Yes. So if you're if you're a business and you know you can't compete with what they're doing, I mean you get your butt kicked in the ratings. That's an indicator to tell you what you used to do, you can't do it anymore. So what you need to do is go the other direction. It sucks, but at the same time, we're acting like we're in 2013 when WWE was the only place to be. This is great for NW, you know, for New Japan Strong. This is great for RH. This is great for NWA. You talk about a brand that needs fresh talent or talent with some sort of name value. So Brodus Clay is not stinking up the joint as television champion. This is a great opportunity for all these young people. It's not the end of the world. I for me, I'm excited. WWE needs to go back to basics because they're WWE, land of the giants. So for me, I don't think it's a bad thing because we've been complaining that it's become stale. You can't complain and say it's stale and then complain when they want to make change. Change may not be nice for us in the beginning, but it's a change that might benefit everyone involved. What do you think, SB3? 
I do think that this was always going to come because, like I said, when when they went to war with AEW, the outcome of the war was going to dictate where they went going further. They were either going to stay on the course and be this super indie that its development is developed into where it was like the super PWG. It would give us all the matchups that we wanted to see, like Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, Nakamura versus Zayn, Cole versus Gargano, you know, Cole versus O'Reilly more recently. All these matchups that we've grown to love it was always going to be an outcome of if they failed, if they didn't win the war, Vince was going to pay more attention to them and Vince was going to put his fingerprint on it. But whether people want to realize it or not, Vince has been putting his fingerprint on it for a while. And it started when, you know, they had the whole invasion onto Survivor Series and then you started seeing the Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins and the Revival show up on NXT and go back. You started seeing Finn Balor make make his way back. You see now Samoa Joe has made his way back. This is the fingerprint of WWE trying to put who they describe as stars on the NXT brand to kind of compete with AEW. But that war is done. That war is over, and now Vince wants to make sure that it's a developmental that's going to bring stars that he calls up, that he connects with, because I think that was always the disconnection. Even through the best of times for NXT, you would have guys, and they had a great system because no one ever got stale. You you had your times where you know Kevin Owens is on top, Kevin Owens lose to Finn Balor, and then he gets called up to the main roster. He gets right. to have a feud with John Cena. Finn Balor's time is over. Samoa Joe wins the NXT championship. Finn Balor's able to go up to the main roster and win the Universal Championship. Samoa Joe loses, and you know, Nakamura, it's Nakamura's time. Then Joe goes up to the main roster. He's Triple H's henchman against Seth Rollins. Nakamura loses to Bobby Roode. Nakamura is able to get called up and get a, a decent push up until he met the uh, gender train. But this was always the thing, but now, like, I, it was a good point that you made when we were on, on screen last on Wrestling Daily that, you know, they have a lot of guys that just been there for years and it's stale. Tommaso Ciampa. Grandpa Ciampa. Johnny Gargano. Adam Cole. Like, that's why I'm happy for, you know, Adam Cole that the the contract blunder has happened for him where Vince is now, you know, saying, okay, now I got to hang on to this guy. You know, yeah. CM, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan are going over to the competitors who I'm not going to call competition because I'm not going to, I'm not going to blink in not considering them that I, I want to keep this guy. This guy is a part of that, that newer era of the indies that I already grabbed, grabbed to. So I'm going to hold on to him and I'm going to do something with him on the main roster Oh, so he says right now, we don't know what's going to happen in a year or so when Nick Khan's looking at the contract, like Adam Cole's getting paid $1 million. And then he gets like a scratch on his finger and he's out for the week. Nick Khan's going to be like, now we got to cut this guy. You know, he's easily, he's a little, he's a little too short, a little too old, 33 years old. We got to get rid of him. So we don't know what's going to happen in a year, but right now they value Adam Cole and he's going to take advantage of that, get the bag and probably come to the main roster and get a push. And that's good because that's good. Yeah. If, if Adam Cole's choice was between going, leaving WWE and going to AEW or staying in WWE and staying in NXT for 
all the people that get scared of NXT call-ups and scared that someone's going to get ruined. Adam Cole needs to go to the main roster. We need to see if he's going to fail or if they're going to squander his stardom because him in NXT was stale. It, you know, I, I got, oh, right. I got, I got one year old. It's like, it's like breast milk out in the sun for a month. It's, <laughs> it's old. It's done. Like you said, Tommaso Ciampa's got gray hair. He needs to get up to the main roster. Like he's SP3, too old. I- SP, I have, to, I have to correct something. When I call Tommaso Ciampa Grandpa Ciampa, it's not his age. Being 35, 36 is not old. I meant he looks the part. He looks like a hobo. I mean, like, if you saw the way he started off when he had a Mohican short beard and now, he's an indicator of what is wrong with, with NXT. It is... Who goes to a developmental saying, this is my destination. I, I've This is it for me, guys. I'm staying here. No. You go to the main roster. You and I were talking off air before we got on camera. I think the value that Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa have is as a tag team. DIY on the main roster. It started that way until the neck injury acted up and, and, and then, or was it the knee injury? It was the knee injury, right? Ciampa, one well, of the, the injuries knee, he had. The, it was the knee injury that first like, was the first thing that he was out on. And then it was the neck that stopped their, their climax of their feud right. in 2019. See, that's he's, he's the knowledge right there. Yes. So they were on that train as a tag team. So if, if he never got injured, they will still be at the tag team on the main roster right now. That I think they cool. should come up as a DIY is a great tag team. I mean, Champ is in a no, you know, going nowhere tag team right now. It's not like he's doing anything special. And Gargano in the way. I mean, you can scrap that. You know, it's it's you know, it's it's you know, it's fodder, it's little something to keep him, you know relevant in the spotlight but DIY is a tag team on Smackdown or Raw an injection in the tag team division they'll be great they need to be grown man you know grow a sack stop being afraid of the main roster that's what you signed in the first place you signed to get into WWE not 205 Live not NXT the main roster so then to grow a set and 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 then go there and Adam Cole as much as I like you know AEW everyone's fantasy booking it's stacked right now they've got two guys waiting in the wing in in Brian Danielson and CM Punk getting ready to debut and then you want to add Adam Cole to the equation because right now Adam Cole's ceiling in 2021 in AEW will be the TNT title he will not be world champion for the next few years maybe tag team champions if you want to keep him relevant tag team champion with John Moxley whatever but he's gonna have a ceiling for a few years right now they lost uh, uh, Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. They need a new work rate guy. I mean, right now, Finn Balor's doing okay. You know, the jury's still out, out on him. But if you add Adam Cole to the equation, he'll boost up at the main event scene on SmackDown. You know what I'm saying, guys? Like, the whole point is we wanted Vince McMahon to see the value in Adam Cole. So, you know, he's finally seeing the value in him, realizing, okay, this guy might have something. The fact that Shawn Michaels and Triple H have his rave review over this guy. He had a great match against Daniel Bryan. He did well in the Survivor Series. He's proven his worth. I think he'll do well on SmackDown if given a chance. The fact they want to create something for him, not just turn up randomly, Adam Cole's on SmackDown, then that's when you worry. The fact that he's telling writers, come up with something for him and want to pay this X amount of money. See, the thing is, Adam Cole can go to NXT, I mean, he can go to AEW down the line. He can't do it the other way around. He can't go to AEW and go, oh, shit, I fucked, you know, I effed up. Uh, WWE, I'm coming back. No, no. He can have the run or get damaged, you know, depending how Vince feels on the day. <laughs> that's, but- the, that's, the, that's the risk that he's making. And and I'm, and I'm telling you, like, it, it might be all fun and good and people might be like, you know, AEW's too stacked. Yeah, he should go to the main roster. But he runs the risk of squandering, you know, the bigger payday that he could have got from AEW, the bigger star that he could have been in AEW by going to the main roster and depending on Vince McMahon to come up with creative things for him to do. And the last person that, 
you know, they apparently they said, oh, come up with creative plans for the last two people are Karrion Cross, who've been 50-50 booked to death as NXT champion and squandered his undefeated streak, and Finn Balor, who, yes, he's in the main event scene. He's with Roman Reigns and John Cena, but he also was in a main event matchup against Baron Corbin this week after their nonstop feud in 2018. So I would just say I would temper everything, and I think it's just whatever Adam Cole feels is the right choice for him. But if he chooses to go to WWE, I think he should prepare himself for no one to have sympathy for him if this doesn't work out for him. What? I mean... That's kind of weird. Like people have no sympathy for a guy trying to make decisions for his career. I mean, oh, you're no, telling no, no. me. I, I'm saying, I'm saying. No, 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 you, I know. Go for it. Go for it. But I'm just saying, you're not going to get that same sympathy from the fans if you make that oh, choice. You know what? F the fans. F the fans. He gets to, you know, be with Britt Baker and have his money and chill in Florida with his mates and play video games. F the fans. They, they're so embittered because they don't have nice, shiny, red, you know, blonde hair, nice teeth, play video games, Britt Baker on his lap, you know. And, you know, they all, they're all hating, you know. Chase that money, you know. Chase that money. Adam Adam Cole is in the WWE for a reason. He didn't join there to stay in developmental. Yeah, things are rubbish at the moment, but sometimes you have to take a chance because at the end of the day, he can go to New Japan, go back to RH as a, a bigger star, go to Impact Wrestling. There's so many options that if it doesn't work out, that he can leave, you know? I know we're being worried and more afraid, but <sighs> come on, guys. You know, it's going to happen eventually. It's like a band-aid. Let's rip it. Let's see what's going to happen. We're all hypothesizing. We're just gonna, let's see it. Let's, let's see. see it. We're going to have to see, but we got to get to our ultra chats. We got a couple already in the chamber right now. Mayor of Painesville, Dan, uh, gave us an ultra chat. Thank you, good brother. He says, I am quite upset with the end of NXT. Absolute sad. Downfall began with them moving to the, uh, the show to USA. I still watched it. I liked what was going on. I still do. But we know Vince has a certain image of how to run this. NXT was too good to be true. What do you feel about what uh, Mayor of Fainsville, Dan? Do you feel any type of sadness that we're we're not going to have the NXT of old? Because I feel like a lot of people were holding on to the memory. It was like, leave the memories alone. Don't change a thing. And every time there was a great takeover, they was like, yeah, this is the, this is the, this is the changing point. This is the turning point. We're going to go back to the NXT of old. And this is now a confirmation that we're probably have to let that go. So do you have any sadness? Uh, guy, listen, some people saying when Dusty Rhodes died, that's when they jumped the shark. You know, some people say when, when, uh, when Andrade beat Gargano, that's when they jumped the shark. You know, some, some people. I, I didn't hear any, but anybody say that. Don't don't oh, listen. Lose, I, no, don't no, no. I'm on Twitter. I know. I'm on Twitter. No, I'll show you later. Listen, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not being wild. I, I see the people you follow, sir. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> don't don't you dare judge me, man. I'm okay, not like you. I'm the people you follow. <laughs> listen, I get into debates nowadays. My hey, listen, my hot takes are not worse than Louis. Okay, <laughs> Upton Avondale, mate. You and you, we, we can have words. All I want to oh say boy. is, weren't people complaining that NXT got stale? Oh, please. Uptown, Avondale, what's going on there? What's causing all this? What's causing this backlash? For the podcast fans, uh, Uptown Avondale just said, is it possible Seth's takes are worse than Louis? <laughs> One take, because you don't agree with me. Can we not have a gentleman quarrel without name throwing? Okay. 
right? Guys, people be complaining that NXT has been great. So now we're getting a change. You're getting what you guys wanted. You guys wanted this. You guys wanted this. You guys start crying, complaining. NXT is rubbish. NXT is stale. Guess what happened when it's stale? Changes happen. Changes are coming. And I'm ready for it. SP3, let's do it. I'm ready for it. Hey, you, you, you are you are one of the positive thinkers. I will give you credit for your optimism. Uh, we got Planet Dan also with an ultra chat here. He says, "Surely Cole will have uh, seen all of this and made up his mind to leave. They release your colleagues and friends, kill NXT, and they will take uh, his Twitch away if he signs to the main roster." That is a very good point. Uh, surely this has solidified his decision to leave, right? I don't know because mm, when, someone, when someone offers you a million dollars, it's like, do you, you know, it's something similar with Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega, you know, had all these principles, had her Twitch, had her OnlyFans. And then when they came with the new contract, she re-signed. We, we, we should also talk about, you know, Alistair Black, uh, Alistair Black, now Malachi Black, doing an interview or, or talking on on the Twitch feed and talking about that one of the main reasons why Zelina Vega re-signed with the company was the fact that Malachi Black was there and that they were going right. to be on the same brand together. They were going to be able to travel together. And he said that she cried when he got released, when he got that call from Johnny Ace. So do you think that, you know, do you think Zelina Vega had regret when that happened? And do you think that Adam Cole will have regret if he does sign to the main roster and he has to give up things like his Twitch in that? The thing is, we never know. So when Brian Danielson first signed with WWE all those years ago, and the way his run was going, he was the Miz's, you know, rookie or, or whatnot. He was the nerd or the virgin with the Bella twins. No one envisioned that he would have the career and the success he had, he's had. CM Punk, when he debuted on, on e WWE ECW, Paul Heyman envisioned making him the, the star, but Vince McMahon didn't see it. He's like, it's Bobby Lashley. Lashley's the star. God damn it, Lashley. And look, and look what happened. Yeah, you, you know, CM Punk. God damn it. You know what I mean? Damn it. You know what? So we never know. Adam Cole could be that special talent because it takes talent to withstand skits of Team Hell No. It takes talent to withstand the terrible booking of the authority. It takes talent to withstand Triple H pedigreeing your ass and ruining some of punk. It takes talent. And I think Adam Cole is that talent. Because there's always guys like the one, two, three kids. There's always the show Michaels, guys that, that that break through the cracks and and they show that their talent's worth a lot. And I think Adam Cole is on that platform. Even Finn Balor, let's not forget, Finn Balor won the Universal Title. He beat Roman Reigns. That's why he even yeah. beat John Cena to get number contendership against for for Brock Lesnar Royal Rumble. I've yeah. you know I'm mixing up, but he's beating big guys. There's the, why are people acting like Vince McMahon's never given smaller guys opportunity. You know, let's not pretend, you know, it's good to have selective memory. Vince is bad, 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 which he is. If guy's too old, he should retire. I'm not ageist, but that's the reason why we're in this situation. But we are, let's play along. But yeah, Adam Cole has talent. He can talk in a microphone, have five-star matches. He's the guy they need. If they had Brian Danielson around, if they had CM Punk, if they had, you know, a plethora of guys his size, his skill set, then maybe get lost in the shuffle. But right now, they need. So Adam Cole doesn't need... WWE in a way, but they need Adam. They need Adam Cole for great pay-per-view matches. If you get what I'm trying to say.
Yeah, that is an excellent point. I would say that right now, WWE needs Adam Cole more than AEW. And Adam Cole just needs to go to the place that gives him the biggest bag. And if that's WWE, go for it. Go for it and make the most out of the opportunity. If they're working on, you know, stories on both Raw and SmackDown for you, and you think that the stories work, sign that contract, make that bag, and do the most with the opportunity you're going to get. You're right that they have given opportunities to older guys in the past, to smaller guys in the past. Finn Balor got a lot, has got a lot of success. I think that that was a misconception. Although Finn Balor wasn't exactly what he was on NXT, you can't say that Finn Balor wasn't successful on the main roster. Two-time Intercontinental Champion. Two-time Intercontinental Champion, the first ever Universal Champion. You know, the injury happened, and that's and that's bad. And that I feel like that gave Vince a stigma that he was injury-prone. Even and though don't he forget, squashed Lashley at WrestleMania. He squashed exactly. Lashley. He powerbombed him, guys. He powerbombed Lashley and then stumped his chest in. That's Come why on. I thought. That's why I thought he should have went to Raw instead of SmackDown because there's more of a ready-made story for him to come in and feud with Bobby Lashley. And I think everybody would have been better off with Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley than Bill Goldberg. Just saying. Just saying. WWE. This was would have worked out a little bit better for you and had more positive fan feedback, in my opinion. Anyone but Goldberg. <laughs> as as Brock Lesnar would do it. See, see, ladies and gentlemen, we could say it when Alex is not here. That's usually Voldemort. When you're when you're on tomorrow with uh with Alex, just say Voldemort. Don't say the Goldberg name, but we could say it. He's not here. We got a lot of people watching us right now. Drop us a like on the video if you haven't already. We want to make we want to make records here on this edition of Wrestling Daily, especially Monday edition, so we can keep giving you Monday editions of Wrestling Daily. You've been showing your support heavy in the live chat. Thank you so much for that. But drop a like on this video, share it on your social media platforms. If you're new to the Wrestling Daily YouTube channel, smash that subscribe button. We have daily content. We go live. Alex is usually here Tuesday through Friday, but maybe. Maybe myself and Sadie, or maybe Steph Chase filling in. We can make Mondays happen for you as well. So show your support for this video. We got another ultra chat here from the one and only. I'm gonna say it like Alex. Me 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 me. Bo Hill is here with us in the ultra chat. He says, "All I got to say is one thing regarding Cole going to the main roster and taking the money. Ask Gallows and Anderson how that worked out for them. I will say." Gallows and Anderson, I think it was uh, Machine Gun, uh, did a quote tweet about them offering Adam Cole a $1 million contract. I don't know who the source of that rumor was, but I would take that rumor with a grain of salt if you heard it already. But uh, Machine Gun quote, quote tweeted it and said, you know, he was also offered a big money contract and Gallows wanted it to have a no cut clause. And uh, Machine Gun was like, no, no, let's just take the money. And he was like, I learned my lesson. So I hope that Adam Cole, although I want him to get the bag, I also want him to be smart and get a no cut clause in his contract as what, well. What, what is this to Adam Cole? No offense. What as the good brothers set the wrestling world on fire since they've left, all they've done is proving that Vince McMahon was right about them. No, no they haven't. No, they haven't. Listen, no, they haven't. machine no, they guns are the same guy. Chubby machine oh, yeah. gun. Chubby machine gun in New Japan. That was my guy. Skinny machine gun talking about his you know his hot Asian wife. Dude, they are Talk so about masturbation. Off. My masturbation. That's awesome. I love it. 
Uh, that is so much better, so much better in, in Impact Wrestling, AEW, what they're doing with Talking Shop, what they're doing with Talking Shop Mania. They are so better off outside of WWE than they were in WWE. The the nerds and look in the old day segment, they were not good in WWE. They've been so much better in in outside of WWE. And they're in they're make they're making they're making bank from AEW. They're making bank from Impact Wrestling. And now they're making bank in New Japan again. So I can't I disagree with you. They, they seem like leeches hang around. They they they're sucking in the aura of Kenny Omega and the young bucks. Listen, so there's a reason why Tama Tonga's like, I don't know this guy anymore. I don't know were, this guy. They were sucking in the aura of AJ Styles and Finn Balor for most of their run in WWE. Exactly. They They're need to believe on themselves. They need to, listen, they, they, they've been henchmen. Listen, I, I was I was a huge Carl Anderson fan when he was chubby. Now he's lost weight. He's lost, he lost that luster, man. Because you watch his match with, with, you know, with Ambrose, it was okay, but he's still not the same. He's not the same guy anymore. He's not the same guy anymore. And Luke Gallows, that tall wooden thing, the luggage that he's carrying with him, bless him, he's made him more relevant. But Carl Anderson has got more money by himself. Being stuck with Luke Gallows and masturbation, nerd, masturbation jokes, uh, they come across as, as two uncle, nerdy uncles. And it's not my thing, you know? I'm sorry, it's not my thing. SB3, come on, man. Let's let's talk about it. Let's be real. I I'm, I I am I see that the live chat is turning on you. Sad. Uh, we got we got Matthew Ledesma. Uh, well, someone said they agreed, but uh, Matthew Ledesma saying sad. E okay, you might have bad takes. Disagree with you, <laughs> Matthew. We can talk about it. Listen, come in. Listen, I do Tuesday calling. Don't be afraid. You know what time it is? Eight p.m. Tuesday, tenth. Chat to me. I got someone like injection 2k said he's gonna debate with me. Bring it, just bring it, guys. I'm in tomorrow, Mr. Tuesday night. If you don't write it, talk it. He 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 wants it, he wants the heat, he wants all the heat. He's he's with me. I always bring out this true heel heat side of you, Sad, and I you, love you it. Do. I love you it do. every single time. I love it. I love it. We got you're like the fiend, you bring it out of me. We got one more ultra chat here from Mayor of Painesville, Dan. Once again, thank you, Dan. Once again for another ultra chat here. He says some quick news: uh, XWX, uh, no, WXW has just suspended their WXW Shotgun Champion Prince Ahura. Uh, the title will be vacated. Vacated. Uh, this comes after a scary fan incident on their first show back with fans this past Saturday. It happened right in front of me. Wow. That's 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 some news right there. I haven't I didn't hear too much of uh, of that happening. But thank you for that uh, quick news, uh, Mayor of Painesville, Dan. Uh, I don't I don't want to know what the what the uh, fan incident is with with fans just coming back. That's that sounds very uh, very very bad. So more power to you if you were there, Mayor of Painesville, Dan. Maybe you can elaborate with another uh, ultra chat, or you could put it in the live chat here. Let us know exactly what happened. But uh, any any independent wrestling that you want to uh, shout out yourself, uh, Sat? Anything that you watched over the weekend? 
Well, I, I mean, I want to watch the Daniel Garcia and, and Willie Uta match. You know, I've, I haven't seen it yet. I heard that, you know, great things happen. I know GCW happened during the weekend as well. I'm still catching up on a lot of wrestling because I just moved into my new place. As you see, guy, I'm, ch- I'm changing locations because I'm trying to find a new place for the iMac. So I'm just, you know, adulting at the moment, trying to get the right place <laughs> for this iMac. But I will catch up on wrestling uh, and, you know, watch AEW Friday Night Smackdown. I'm very happy that Finn Balor is challenging John Cena. We're seeing remnants of this new Finn Balor from NXT because we're getting worried because he's doing the taunts in the entrance again. He's going back to doing the, the stomps and not doing the 1917 DDT or whatever the name the finisher was. But we're getting that edgier Finn Balor. So I was happy to see that. And then it didn't make sense that Zelina Vega, who's on a losing streak, having a, a title match or a title contender or almost a contender with Bianca Belair. <laughs> what do you and think, that, SB3? And them totally botching, saying it was for the SmackDown Women's Championship and then changing their mind like an hour later. Yeah, that was very, very strange. No, and, and no one can make matches. And, and then, you know, like Cena made it, Cena made a match. Okay, literally, Cena- literally the week before. Literally the week before. But we should also uh, note, going off of our, our news that we've been talking about on this edition of Wrestling Daily, uh, Andrew Sarian put an update that's very interesting about the NXT cuts and the upcoming changes to the brand. Andrew Sarian said, hearing a lot of chatter uh, from USA Network higher-ranked uh, reps regarding the releases from NXT. Personally, I'm disappointed with how this is going, was a quote from one of those representatives uh the perception from many is that these upcoming changes will be a negative and that's coming from uh network executives a part of like the partners for wwe probably from usa network or from fox andrew zarian put a latter update saying perception means everything especially when you are working with partners who are not professional wrestling fans and don't have deep knowledge of the talent in reality are the changes coming to nxt a bad thing question mark only time will tell. So what do you think about network executives? This comes off the heels of network executives not being happy about the release of Bray Wyatt. What do you think about them and their perception of the changes to NXT? Well, first of all, network executive, it's your fault. You pay them X amount of money. You, you fill their minds with BS thinking they're untouchable. And that's what happens. They act like they're untouchable. If you start docking their wages for the rubbish, atrocious ratings, for the rubbish, atrocious writing on going on right now in the WWE, we wouldn't be in this situation. So they can cry what they want, but it's their fault. They're the ones that are paying them X amount of money for this contract. They're paying them X amount of money to pumping garbage that we're all watching and collectively having Stockholm Syndrome because we have to watch something that we used to love very much. And now it's become mature. Now we're dissecting it. Now we, because we remember the good old days. And like I said, Vince is too old. The guy's nearly 80. That's what happens when an 80 year old man, near 80 year old man, listen, you know, God bless him for lasting as long as he has. But there's a reason why they need a new person up top. It needs to be fresh. But until that happens, we have to put up with it. You know, we can complain all we want, but I'm choosing not to complain. I'm choosing to laugh at the, the, the train, but to go off the track and smash into everything and blow up the joint. I'm ready for it. Let's all collectively enjoy it together, guys. Let's not cry. Your your love of carnage and pain makes me so happy. I'm so happy I've rubbed off on you. Uh... <laughs> yes, you have. Sat E Nyangi. E for elimination. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. I mean, my my whole thing is that you want to please your network executives because although WWE is making more money than they ever have before from you know NBC Universal and Fox. 
that contract will come up again. And the ratings, although it has been up since fans have been back, especially for SmackDown more than Raw, they want to make their network uh, partners happy so they can still make another record profits when the contracts are up. With AEW on the rise and them another 1 million uh, you know, viewers this past week, four straight weeks with 1 million viewers, fan equity in AEW is higher than it's ever been. You want to please your network executives so they ain't looking at AEW like, hmm, should, should we make an investment there? Should we should we try to battle with Warner Media for the, when their contract is up? There's all these questions that you know to a lot of people seem unlikely right now. But in in two three years, if we start on we we are down this path that we're already on, it will seem more likely and more possible. So I think that it's best for WWE to freeze on all these. You know, we're gonna get more releases, and there's also been a report that you know releases will be a regular thing they don't think not so much you know going for going forward in 2022 but for the rest of 2021 where they've already released between 43 47 different talents this year alone since april about um, time <laughs> come on sad dude 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 i used to okay i got this thing right okay everyone here you watch wrestling if you got the network do me a favor i call it the survivor series theory in the 90s and the 80s, each Survivor Series, each year, each calendar year, you had fresh crop of talents. It wasn't the same stale bread each year. You had guys like Zack Ryder there for 10 years collecting toys with, with Saudi paycheck. You know, there's a reason why you need to release crop of talent. If you've got no use for them, why the gathering dust catering? You're spending more money on catering than in the ring. Guys like, you know, Ryan Nemeth, you know, Dolph Ziggler, he'll be great away from the WWE, but he's not doing it. They should release him because he's a talented individual who's still like, he's 35 years old. He's still in the peak of his career. He can do great things, but he chooses to be in the WWE bubble. He chooses to be in this. He's stuck in, you know, it's like heaven or hell. You're just stuck in purgatory. For me, I'm happy because if, you, if you're not going to use guys, why are you keeping them? Why are you paying for them? Yeah. I don't like people using their jobs, but at the end of the day, if you don't want to use them, let them go. They may be happier somewhere else. My whole thing is that they hire somebody in January, like a Ari Sterling, who was on fire on the independent scene as Alex Zane. He was one of the hotter guys on the independent scene. He gets signed in January and then loses his job in August. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It's like, why did you sign him in the first place? That sucks. But at the same time, that goes to show you Vince McMahon said it. Give me stars. This is people putting in the press, personal preferences. That's like me. Vince is making me in charge of developmental. And I start hiring a bunch of my buddies that I know Vince is not going to really care for in the main roster just to make myself happy, just to pop the crowd, to get that egotistical. Because that's what Triple H did. When he starts seeing the guys like Samoa Joe and, and, and Finn Bella, Hideo Itami. And let's not forget his first big project. When, Vince, when, when Triple H was transitioning as an exec, his first big project was Sin Cara. If that's not an example of Triple H, <laughs> you give him a task and he brings you a guy that botches a lot. Because we used to complain, why is Vince putting seasoned wrestlers in developmental? And you start seeing why. The guy's crazy, but he's crazy with a reason. He's not that crazy. He's crazy with a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason to his madness sometimes, not all the time. As the year goes by, you lose more reason. But you gave Triple H an opportunity. Like Hideo Itami, you know, Kenta, it's a shame injuries, you know, is what prevented yeah. him from getting, you know, further, you know, to the main roster. And then Alex Zane, you know, that's unfortunate. I don't like people losing their job. That's where people need to understand. I don't like people losing their job. 
But at the same time, if you realistically can't push him, do you want him to be like, oh, Ari Sterling, he's so talented, but he's on 205 Live, they're not doing anything. You'd be complaining six months later that they're not doing anything with him. So guys, you can't have it both ways. It's either one or the other. Either release him so he can go to New Japan Strong, RH, AAA, I mean, if the guy, the guy's talented, so you find somewhere because the, the landscape has widened. WWE is not the hottest ticket in town anymore. And we should all rejoice together, guys, because wrestling's getting better. As WWE regresses back to big men, you're going to have all the talented little guys, quotation marks, thriving elsewhere. Why are we doing a funeral? We should be celebrating, popping champagne. I don't drink alcohol, I'm straight edge. So we can pop all the Pepsis, the Coca-Cola, the orange juices, because I don't see it as a bad thing. That makes this comment even better, because Uptown Avondale says that SP3 is a chilled drink of bourbon, and Sat is a double espresso with a double shot of five-hour energy. (laughs) Yeah, energy, Sat E for Energizer Bunny. You see that? That's where the energy goes. That's what fuels me. So last call, everyone, for Ultra Chats, WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestling Daily. We're going to finish up here very shortly. So last call, WrestleTalk.com forward slash Wrestling Daily. Everyone who's just joining us or joining us late, we got about 260 watching us right now. Drop a like on this video. Share this video. Like I said before, it's going to help us do more Monday streams on Wrestling Daily. We want to give you this great content, the heated opinions of sat e shotgun stop exactly exactly because because louis dangor said he was the hot take queen he wants to take uh stephanie's uh crown as the hot take queen but sat e wants to be the hot take king so he is here to shoot it up shoot it up shotgun sat that's what we're gonna call this heel personas people calling it this is me this is how i really feel this is like unfiltered sat this is what you're getting right now with sb3 you see, see, Alex, Alex is way too positive with you. So I'm the one that brings out the heel. You, you have to be, you have to be babyface with, with, with Alex. So I, understand I don't have to that. be. No, 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 no. Listen, sometimes like he brings up valid points. I only argue points if I don't agree. Sometimes I'm like, he's very diplomatic. AMAC is very diplomatic, man. And yeah. I, I, I can't, you know, I'm like, and it, I just love the opportunity of talking to guys like yourself and, 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 and AMAC about, you know, this kind of topic. But sometimes people can't have it both ways. Yeah, I choose violence today. I choose violence every day of my life. I'm not a peaceful human being. If I can choose violence, I would. I'll fight every day. I'm a a prize fighter, as they say. So any closing remarks or anything that's gotten you frustrated about NXT as of late, as we kind of are putting a book on this former chapter of NXT, one thing that I got to say, I went on this rant uh, this weekend over on True Hill Heat YouTube channel, but and this is something me and Alex have talked about before. How dumb is the Undisputed Era split now? Because you, when you look at these four guys and where they were as a group, first of all, they did not do any lead up or build up to their split. It came out of nowhere. It got that shock value, yeah, but it came out of nowhere. There was no big buildup to it like we've seen with Evolution, like we saw with The Shield, all these other great stables. Uh, you know, there was people like Alice who wanted them to get, you know, called up to the main roster together. And I was of that thinking as well. But when they did the breakup, I was like, okay, maybe it's not a full breakup of the group. Maybe it's just Adam Cole is kicking out Kyle O'Reilly. But we didn't even get a response from Bobby Fish until like three months later because he was injured. 
Uh, Kyle O'Reilly is supposed to be like this, the, the big baby face coming out of this, but he's not really where he, they need him to be already. Um, Adam Cole, like I said, is stale in NXT. So thank God if he's getting called up to the main roster. Roddy Strong is in a new group, a new group that just got their legs cut from under them because he's he was supposed to be the main guy. Uh, Hideki Suzuki is supposed to be the coach. Malcolm Viv is supposed to be the manager. And Tyler Rust was supposed to be the diamond in the rust. He was the whole thing that the Diamond Mine made sense for, and he was supposed to be the young guy that they were grooming for the future. He's supposed to be the guy that's supposed to take the falls for Roddy against the guys that Roddy is feuding with, and they just cut the legs out from under him. So all four guys are not not more valuable or more prestigious or have more value to them than what they were together in Undisputed Era. This is one of the dumbest and worst angles worst breakups of a stable that i've seen in quite some time because this was a money maker for them this was a main money maker one of the top five selling acts in nxt of all time this was a group that was together for four years and they just blew it off they they had they had the first match between o'reilly and cole that was a blow-off match in the first freaking match 45 minutes that made me not want to see this feud at all and now now one of the guys is cut and he's gone bobby fish how dumb is this, Sat? SP3, but why did that happen? Why Why did Undisputed Era break up? Why? 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 Because they're stuck in this purgatory called NXT. If they were allowed to flourish in the main roster, it would have been fresh faces, fresh opponents, because they were stuck in the same bubble. And then the mantra was spoken into them, because I think Triple H fed into the whole, he's the good cop in the equation. He didn't dissuade them saying, hey, guys, I know the main roster could be, you know, you know, <laughs> quiet the war zone but just go there i'll do my best to watch out he's like no 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 yeah i like it yeah yeah come come stay with me and that, he shot himself in the foot and that's why we're getting this change ladies and gentlemen sp3 explained why we're going back to the you know deep south wrestling you know we're going back to that stuff we're getting you know dan rodman's of the world guys right we, you know, we might get, you know, some new Chris Masters, maybe, you know, I, I like Chris Masters once upon a time, but you guys did it to yourself. You know, this is what happened. You love the show too much. You got too precious with it. You actually start believing that NXT is separate from WWE. Vince McMahon pays everyone there. And that's why Sanity sucked on the main roster. That's why Undisputed Era broke up because there's a disconnect between what Vince McMahon wanted and what Paul Levesque was giving him. And now, we're going to see a change. And I'm ready for it because we're complaining. I, I want to see the change. Come be worse than it is right now. I, I love that you just cut a you people promo because it fits right in with, with this uh, comment here from A. Semper saying, name suggestion for your Monday special, Sad in SP3, The Healish Hour. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the first edition of the Monday Healish Hour with Sad E and SP3. Uh, Sat will be back with you guys tomorrow with Alex McCarthy. It is call-in day, so join us live 8 p.m. UK time, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Anything that you want to promote or where they can follow you, they see it on the screen, but let them know, Sat. Yo, so basically, I'm on, I'm on Twitter, at Sat Next to. If you want to chat, that's where I am. I'll be providing more hot, hot takes. 
Let's let's no one be rude, no f words. Let's have gentlemanly debates because what we're all adults here. Because I had a debate with someone who ended up calling me a female dog in the end, and he's older than me. He started watching wrestling in 1979, so that guy's nearly 50, and he's and I was very diplomatic about it. How he was, you know, you know, talking to me. So please, let's have you know chats. I got some hot takes. I love interacting with you guys. Please follow. We're trying to get to 15k subscribers so we can whoop Wrestle Talk's ass. Ready or not. Here we come to make Russell Talk look really dumb. So come on, follow us and let's do it. 15K, guys, and follow at True Huey Heat. You talk about SP3 is one of the hardest working guys on YouTube. Give him that follow. Give him that subscribe. <laughs> Watch the video with Dutch Mantel. He's the people. We are the people. You guys are our people. Let's do this. Let's all support each other. And let's get my followers up as well. Give me a thousand followers and I'll start following back. I can't follow a lot of you people because I'm stuck on like nearly 700. So I love you all. Give me the follow. I'll Show follow eventually love. when I get to a thousand. Yes. Show the love to Set E, Lizzie Stallion. Great comment to end this off. Oh my God, this is Set version of Brett Screwed Brett. So yes, Sat will be back with you tomorrow with Alex McCarthy. I'll be back with you guys on Wednesday with Alex for our debate. Join us tomorrow, 8 p.m. UK time for the call-in for Sadi SP3. This has been the Monday Healish Hour. We are signing off until... Daily Boys! deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.